It's like the rain and the rainbow. It's like the planting, you plant a seed and you think you're buried alive, but then all you have to do is just keep growing and you're gonna burst through the soil and become this beautiful flower. Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, 2020 is your year. Have you been dreaming of starting your own podcast? If you have, then this is the year to make it happen. Maybe it's an idea or something that you're really good at or something that you want to learn more about. Our friends Krista and Lindsay from the Almost 30 podcast just released the new Podcast Pro program to help you launch, market, and monetize the podcast of your dreams. Krista and Lindsay started Almost 30 in their closet floor while working full-time jobs in just three years. They turned it into a top-rated podcast with millions and millions of downloads worldwide. They've created such an incredibly supportive community. And in Podcast Pro, they're sharing exactly how they did it and all the secrets they learned along the way. You can sign up now at yourpodcastpro.com to launch your dream podcast. You can also find more information by clicking the info button of this particular podcast and check out the link there. And now back to our show. Uh, I'm sitting here with the very extremely talented, grounded, loving, intelligent goddess, Koya Webb. Welcome to the studio in your house. I love you. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. So yeah, 2020 is coming up. Tell me what you're focused on right now. What is taking up your energetic space right now? Because you just mentioned something that really just took, <laughs> went straight to my heart. Well, we got to jump right in that 2020 thing. And I was like, well, we have to talk about systematic oppression. And that's something. It's like, what do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on all the things you focused on until now? Or do you want to focus on something that makes your stomach drop, mm. makes you tremble in fear, and that you're absolutely afraid of? Ugh. Because to me, that's the spaces that really need people like myself. The spaces that are hard to talk about, hard to unpack. And for so long, I kind of shied away from my fierceness. And I was like, oh no, I'm just, I'm just like the girl next door. And I'm just like, it's, you know, it's all good. And it's like, no, you're kind of fierce and you're kind of trying to hide it. But that's what you need to breathe into in order to make the massive change you're trying to make in the world. So you can keep running away from her if you want, but eventually, in order to fulfill your purpose fully, you're gonna have to tap into her. Oh, I, I resonate with that so much on so many levels, of course. And I wanna talk about that because for you, 
sort of keeping that fierceness or keeping that girl at bay like I feel like so many women do that mm-hmm. you know specific women so I want to sp- I want to talk I want to talk to that I want to mm-hmm. speak to that a little bit because I feel like it's something so important that we need to start bringing to the surface it's that thing that you're saying like oh we're we kind of shy away from like just you know stay in your lane you know be grateful for what you have don't make waves right don't don't bring up uncomfortable topics like just you know be grateful you know so i want to talk about that a little bit for you like what was the pivotal moment that created that desire where you're like okay now it's time well i was born i feel like and raised in fear like what are they doing to you be careful of this watch out for this don't do that like fear 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 and it's like oh my god I can't even barely breathe because I feel like if I make a wrong step a wrong breath then I'm in trouble or I've gotten my family in trouble or every the world's in trouble you know and so when you grow up in a space of fear you are afraid of yourself you afraid of speaking up. You're afraid of doing anything that's going to embarrass your family or anything that's going to embarrass you as a person or make you seem bad. And so all of those things that are standing up for yourself and standing up for what's wrong are those things that are, as you said, making waves. And I feel like growing up, um, you know, my parents did a great job. Like, I'm so grateful for them. Um, they are still together. They've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. They're, they, they're sticking it out, and they, they love each other. And I feel I have three brothers and sisters, so it was four, four kids, six of us in a trailer at one point. And so I didn't grow up with a lot. I grew up being grateful for every little thing that I had and fear that if I wasn't grateful and if I didn't do anything right, then that could be taken away from me at any second, and it would be. So I just grew up with a lot of fear, and it wasn't until I really started going deeper in my spiritual practice, I found yoga um, after a track and field injury, and I learned to connect with spirit on a daily basis for myself. When I learned that, I learned all those things that would come to me in a whisper and they all start to come to me louder and things start to make sense. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm not saying anything, but I'm going to listen to this voice and I'm going to start writing in my journal and I'm going to start following the love. And I didn't know it was the love. I'm going to start following spirit, this, this urge, right? And so I followed that spirit to California and I'm running track I'm doing all these things but when I first moved to California I remember I'm like I'm gonna move because I went there I felt the weather the wind hold me embrace me I felt embraced by nature where we're sitting now I feel so connected to nature and I guess 10 years ago I would have never believed that I could live in a place like this never believed that it was possible for me but because I kept following spirit and removed all those barriers of worthiness and feeling like, you know, oh, I I can't do that. That's not for me. That's for other people, not myself. Once I removed all those fears and all those barriers and all those lies, I was able to step into who I truly am. Oh, Oh my God, that's (laughs) just straight to my heart. I think that, you know, part of what 
I love so much about you is that you're able to just do that so seamlessly that you're so graceful the way that you're able to just go. I know that you're laughing, but just from the outside, you know what I mean? I think it's important to be able to speak to the the background to that because people just see the finished product, so right. to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I that's part of what gets me in the wellness community, mm-hmm. you know, that we see all of these really influential people and we see the finished product, right. you know, and people, you know, either resonate or they don't. But I feel like the more that we start to bring this to the forefront, you know, the the internal uh, pathways and why you decide to do or what you're following, you're following spirit, you know, or the things that are calling to you that make you feel more connected and more fulfilled. Like those those things are important to be able to just bring up in a way that people can can see oh okay maybe it's not that easy maybe Mm -hmm. it's maybe it's uh it takes practice to be able to gain that acute awareness to what spirit is like how do I listen to my intuition or women that are listening to this that perhaps feel like they can't go into a field because they feel like it's not you know for them or they feel like it might be difficult or you know I know for me getting into the field of health and wellness, I never thought like, oh, you know, um, I don't fit a specific body type. I'm a curvy Hispanic girl, you know, like it, this is, this is going to be challenging for me. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily think about it until I was faced with, you know, people telling me that, oh, I, I couldn't do something or I couldn't get a job at a studio because I was, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't fit enough, you know? And it's just like, wait, what? Hold on. You know? And I, I never even spoke about that until like way now, you know, in my thirties where I'm just like, wait a minute, that wasn't okay. You Mm. know, like that. And all of a sudden, you know, just reading your story too. And talking about the fierceness, you know, recognizing that, that, you know, who you are, that power within you, it, it took a while to get there for me, you know? And I think sometimes society tries to, you know, or teaches us to get over it so quickly or don't worry about it that you're actually experiencing trauma and you don't even realize it because it's so normalized. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's just the way it is. Well, it's wrong. Okay, it's wrong. And yes, that's the way it is. So let's change it. Because that's the com- <laughs> that's the conversation now. It's 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 not like that's just the way it is. Okay, no, that's the way it is. Yes, acknowledgement. Now, what can we do about it? Because I feel like those are the conversations that I want to start having, and that we have to start having to make change worldwide. We can't just say that's the way it is anymore, because we are part of the change. We, me, and you. And if we don't start talking about it, having conversations and collaborations about the change that, because we are the change, you know, and us realizing, first of all, yeah, this was actually traumatizing and this hurt and I've, I've stuffed it so long. And for me, there was a lot of things that until I started doing the breath work and meditation, I relived trauma that I was so normalized and so stuffed that I was, I was living in it but I didn't realize, why do I have this resistance? Why can't I do this thing? Why don't I feel comfortable around this person? Because whenever you have fear, whenever you have trauma, whenever it comes up, whenever you feel anything outside of love, that is feedback, that that's 
where you need to breathe more love into. So the reason, you know, even this topic um, brings up so much charge for me is because there needs to be some love breathed into it. And so that is what I'm here to do, to breathe love into these spaces that are don't people don't want to talk about or that's just the way it is or just get over it. No, that's not going to happen. Not anymore. Why do you think that that's the response that we get with it's like get over it like you're creating more of the problem by oh, yeah. that that to me is what gets me it's just like how how are we creating more of a problem by bringing up things like social justice or being able to um think about equality or think about anything you know anything we bring up it's like why why is it that we're made why do people see it as a get over it or it's like you're creating more of the problem because people don't want their comfort challenged. People are comfortable with like, oh, everything's okay and it's fine. No, it's not. If it's not fine for someone, then it's not fine for everyone. You know, you can't just sit with the blinders on. Like I can resonate with trillionaires and I can resonate with people that don't have anything. And no, I'm not a trillionaire and no, I'm not having nothing but I have been to both ends of those spectrums so I can see at the end of the day, we all want to love and be loved. And there are people on both ends of the spectrum that are not happy and suffering. So let's talk about it. Let's communicate and let's find the commonalities and let's find out how we can heal each other and we can all be on this vibration of love. Because to me, that's where God is. That's where our spirits connect. That is where we are one. But as long as we continue to see ourselves as separate, we all continue to suffer. So whether you want to admit it or not, you are suffering. So that's why it has to be a bit uncomfortable and you have to get uncomfortable and you might have to cry and it might be hard. But unless we talk about these things, then we're all suffering at the end of the day because we're all one. And everyone's not gonna understand that. Maybe right now, maybe just hearing that, maybe it doesn't make sense, but trust me, (laughs) as you continue to breathe into it, you'll start to feel it. And when you start to feel it, and when it frustrates you, that's when you know you're just scratching the surface. Oh, that is, mic drop on that side (laughs) note. Uh, That is is such a challenge though, isn't it? What other area in your life have you felt that's that same calling where you felt like this is something difficult I need to do? And how did you utilize your fierceness to push through that? Oh, man. I guess when I got injured and I started yoga, I'm running track and field. I'm living the high life. I'm like, I'm running, I'm getting it, I'm doing it. I'm on scholarship, yay. You know, I've done all these things, life is good. You know, I got my scholarship. I'm running out here, I'm gonna win conference next year. Everything's great. And then boom, stress fracture. One day, I wasn't even on the track, I was walking from school. One day, oh, that pie, pie in the sky, gone. Now what? Now what are you going to do? I thought life was over. I was like, well, I put all my eggs in that one basket, and what am I going to do with my life? And 
I didn't realize that I wasn't taking care of myself. I didn't realize I wasn't giving myself enough time to recover. I didn't realize that um, I was pushing too hard for myself and for my team. And I was pushing myself into the ground to win, pushing myself into the ground to prove myself. But I wasn't loving myself. No, that's not what love looks like. But I didn't know that at the time. And a lot of people who have the blinders on and they don't want that discomfort, most of them, or I don't even want to speak for most or half or any, there are people who have good intentions and they just don't realize that they're not loving themselves by not loving everyone or by not listening or not caring or not opening up the conversation. But then once they realize it, there's an opportunity to change. And so once I realized it, it took a while. And that's the thing, it's not gonna happen overnight. It took a while, me going to class and being uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, these people can touch their toes. I'm not a yogi, I'm an athlete. I can't touch my toes. This is very uncomfortable. This is so uncomfortable and I don't belong here. And so that's what happens. When you start talking about this difficult stuff, when you start talk about you know, white supremacy and racism and systematic oppression, like all that is super uncomfortable and that's normal. When you're making a shift for the better, it's normal for things to be uncomfortable. When you go to the gym and work out, you don't go in there and hop on and the next day you feel free. You, you can't even sit on the toilet and get up. You're sore, you're uncomfortable. Anything that you're, that's pushing for growth and evolution is uncomfortable. So I was so uncomfortable and the teacher came over to me and she said, breathe with me. I looked at her, I was like, and I took this deep breath and exhale with her and I felt these chills all down my body and I was like, oh my God, that feels good. I can do this. So a lot of times people just need, just even if it's one person or maybe even a podcast, they listen to you saying, look, I'm with you. I got you, we're in this together. And that's what that teacher was for me. She was like, just breathe. Just breathe. And that's where I started with the breath. And I think that's where we can all start. Just breathe through the discomfort. Just breathe through the change. Breathe through the hard stuff. Because it's in that breath that spirit enters. And then when you follow spirit, you'll be led to love every single time. And I know because I've lived it. I've, I've breathed through sexual assault. I've breathed through systematic oppression. I've breathed through getting my mailbox bashed in every year when I was living in Tennessee. I was raised in the South. I've seen the darkest of the dark. I've also seen death in my family, by family members. I have seen so much that I haven't even talked about. It's coming up now, so I guess it all wants to come up, but I've seen so much. And when you see all that, you realize that every breath, is valuable and it's important for every single person. And so whether a person is the oppressed or the oppressor, every single breath is important and every single breath is important to be on the vibration of love and be on the vibration of spirit. And that I feel is my purpose in life, to breathe that purpose into myself, breathe that love into myself so I can overcome the soreness, the discomfort, and then be that teacher, be that, that teacher that woman was to me and saying, let's breathe together. 
let's do this together. We don't have to do it apart. We can do it together. Let's breathe if you're willing. But I had to walk in the class and I had to stay in the room. And then I had to continue to return even when I was sore and even when it hurt and even when I still didn't fit in, which is what I've had to do in the yoga space, not fit in, being the only woman of color in the room many times, still conferences and things that I go to, there might not be people that look, and I still got to sit through it. I have to be there. I have to speak up. I have to be willing to sometimes be treated badly and still show up. And it's hard. It's very hard, but I know that I'm doing it for a reason and a purpose. Just like I kept going to the yoga class. And then I was six months in. I was like, okay, I'm healed. I got it. I'm good. Let's do this. Let's get on the track. I went back. I'm like, oh, gosh. I wasn't that. So I had to do six more months. It took me a year, rest, rejuvenation, healing. Then I came back. I won the conference meet in the high jump, in the heptathlon, in the four by four, and led my team to their first women's championship. And that, to me, was a testament of what self-love and self-care can get you through. It can get you through the discomfort. It can get you through the fear. It can get you through the shame and the guilt and the anger and the frustration and the darkness. And so that's what I teach. That self-care to get us through. That to me is like the, the most powerful teaching. And the fact that you have so much of that resilience in you that you can go through everything and then still be like, oh, I look at this place or this is amazing or, you know, like I just taught my teacher training and you're just so happy and you're ener and look, everybody has their, you know, we're all human. Mm -hmm. I get that. But the fact that you're able to still have that as your drive to say, you know what, let's do this is about love. This is about connecting to spirit. This is about, you know, the bigger picture. Like I've always been so fascinated with you know leaders like you that can that can do that that can just say okay you know what don't let let not that you're not worrying about what you went through it's just like you you hold it with reverence but you're able to look past it and and move forward like how 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 do you do that how how can you just continue to like go well, I'm shaking right now, honey. <laughs> I'm shaking. My pits are sweating. It's hard. That's how. It's hard. Like running that last 50 meters of a 400 sprint. It's freaking hard, okay? And like I cry all the time. I cry and I yell and I get angry and I pull my hair out and then I'm like, okay, it's this duality, right? It's like, oh my God, this is hard. And, and, and then I'm like, oh my God, but I have to do it. And I'm like, oh my God, but look at the joy. It's like the rain and the rainbow. It's like the planting, you plant a seed and you think you're buried alive, but then all you have to do is just keep growing and you're gonna burst through the soil and become this beautiful flower. It's like the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. If we look to nature, it literally tells us the story of our lives. It takes all of it. It takes the darkness, it takes the light, it takes us breathing through all of it and knowing that's what it means to be human. What do you think about, you know, the there's a lot, a uh, large, you know, younger than millennial generation that listens to this podcast, mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of them are struggling with a lot of anxiety, a lot yeah. of stress, and 
um, for me, I feel like, you know, for, for you and I still being very young, um, (laughs) we had, we had experiences where we still had to actually go and do stuff. Like when we were younger, like we maybe got to experience going out to a mall, like going out to do things. And now I feel like the younger generation has a deeper connection with being on their phones or being, uh, this device of connection that perhaps is serving a little bit more disconnection. It's creating a little bit more of that, you know, there's not so much of this tangible engagement, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, And and in my opinion, I feel like that adds to this anxiety and stress, you know, this lack of maybe tangible connection, but I don't, I mean, I'm not a professional, I don't know, but I'm curious to hear what, you know, as a leader, as a teacher, um, you know, these, these this younger generation is looking to you they're maybe curious about what you got to offer and they want to learn more about what you got you know they are feeling like maybe these modalities can help them what do you see as the big issue for that generation right now and how do you see what you teach helping them Mm. that's deep and (laughs) what i see Anxiety is compounded fear. It's fear on top of fear on top of fear, right? So you're fearing you're not good enough. You're fearing you don't know what your purpose is. You're fearing where do I fit in this society that I think is messed up anyway. That's a lot of fear. So yeah, I'd be shaking too. And I do. And I do. I mean, I've experienced. I remember when this whole anxiety thing became popular. It's like anxiety, anxiety. What are you talking about anxiety? And then I realized, damn, I've been having anxiety my whole life. I was like, who wants anxiety? I'm like, oh, that's oh, that's why my eye is switching and I feel like I can't. Oh, okay. So that thing, okay, meditation. <laughs> you need a lot of meditation. Oh. I was like, who? I, I couldn't get it. And then when I got it, I was like, oh, like, oh this me. thing. Oh, this thing I've been having my whole life. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, yoga and meditation, that really help. And I think, again, going back to the breath, just taking a deep breath and pulling back and saying, you know what? At the end of the day, if I am breathing, that is enough. If you're listening to this podcast and you're breathing, you are enough and you are loved. You're in perfect harmony with the universe. You're breathing. You're breathing. You know, and so you're in vibration with nature. You're breathing in oxygen. You're breathing out carbon dioxide. You're in perfect balance. You don't have to do anything. Anything you decide to do outside of that is up to you. That is your creation. We are here to love and be loved, and that is it. If you want to get married or not, if you want to have kids or not, if you want to have whatever career or not, that is all for your creation. Not for anyone to judge or say it's right or wrong. It doesn't matter how much money you make or not. Because, like I said, I've seen happiness on every end of the spectrum. So if we can connect with our breath and find peace of mind, I think that can lead to the happiness we're looking for. But it's not on social media looking at someone else's life because you don't know the hell that they've been through. I'm just starting to be able to articulate the hell that I've been through. But up until now, I haven't been able to because it's hard. And I don't want to hear your feedback on my life, (laughs) you know. But now I'm starting. I know to make a change, like maybe I have to start sharing a little bit. But, 
you know, before I was like, I don't want to, when I'm going through struggle, I don't want your opinion. Oh I want to talk to spirit yeah. and figure it out, right? Well, I want to talk about this because I feel like, you know, I read something in, a, I don't know if it was Psychology Today or Mindful Magazine. I can't remember one of the two, but there was something about the, you know, being oversharing, that that oversharing might have the opposite effect on the relief the cathar the catharsis of sharing you know some people might feel like oh no i want to share because it makes me feel better but it right. perhaps maybe is having now the opposite so I i'm curious to hear because i, I i'm with you like mm -hmm. if if i'm going through a hard time i want to be able to process it on my own yeah. and then i want to make the conscious decision if i want to share it or not uh, some people might think you know that it's better to do the opposite whatever but but I'm curious for you, like, what what do you think? I think as a teacher, definitely you shouldn't bring anything to your students or community until you fully process it yourself. And I think for people that that reigns true as well, unless it's to your therapist or to a best friend, it's better to fully process your emotion. Otherwise, you're making decisions. If you're reading the comments, you're making decisions based on what other people think. And no one can tell you about your experience if they're not you even if they've had similar experience they are not you no one's in your shoes and so unless you're with a trained professional you know I can give you insight on what I've done with my life but still you are the end all and be all to the direction of your own. you are the creator of your own life and that's what we have to remember and I think you know it becomes a space where we're allowing that um that trauma therapy you know and and really the trauma bonding um to set in and we we forget to go within and spirit spirit is who we should look to um in order to get through those dark times and sometimes when we share too much with others and look it's just more and more fear on yeah. top of fear on top of fear. So I recommend going within, especially when you're dealing with, you know, really deep um, trauma. The breath work has helped me. Hypnotherapy has helped me because some of the stuff, it's like it's in your, you're not even conscious of it. It's it's unconscious. It's in your DNA. It's 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 been trailing through your last three generations, yeah, you know, yeah. ancestral trauma. So when you get into that, if you really want, if you really want to heal and feel purpose, you have to start doing breath work you have to start being with yourself and practicing self-care self-care is where it's at 110 percent and a lot of times since we are in social media we're not practicing self-care we're not spending time with nature we're not hugging each other we're not spending time together going back to your initial question we don't have that human touch human touch is so important it's scientifically proven if we're not touching each other and connecting we're already becoming sicker if we're not even touching our food and making food free each other we're getting everything from process or mail order or, or delivery all of that energy maybe toxic energy like all over the food you know food not made with compassion and gentleness all of this compound fear on it and, and it, it affects your mental health it, it causes anxiety because you're like well I gotta hurry up and get this and I hurry up and get this and people getting it to you, you gotta hurry up and get it to you and this is a lot of fear and that's a lot of anxiety. And so it's passed on, even with animals, passing that energy of we got to be bigger and better. So all those hormones, all those toxins pumped into the animals, then you eat them. 
then oh we're scared of like bugs so let's spray all these pesticides even on the fruits and vegetables and more toxins in the body because of fear now there's fear on us and we're affected by all of this fear so if we can go back to nature eating healthier breathing connecting with one another we can start to heal some of the fear we can return to love okay oh, because i'm i was starting to get anxiety or no no so I was like, I was like, oh god i know all right so and that's the key that's the key to acknowledge it look acknowledge it talk about it and bring it back to love at the end of the day we are enough and we are here to love and be loved and if we remember that truth when we bring up this anxiety breathe and return to love i like to do something when i get heavy and when it gets dark i do something called filling my love bank you know i have my little love bank and i have all these sheets of paper things i love to do go outside listen to my favorite music you know we could turn on some beyonce right now and just start dancing and twerking and shaking and the next thing you know we didn't even talk about all this heavy stuff but we did because we needed to process that pain there is healing and revealing. So every time you talk about something that's tough, you get it out of your system. It doesn't go into your DNA and your body. You talk about it, you get it out, and then you get loved up. You put on your favorite music. You listen to your favorite podcast. You go out with your friend. You go out in nature. Do the things that you love, whatever it is. You cradle babies, like whatever it is. And then you can process that because there is light and there is darkness. There is not any days where there is just all sunshine all day. And there's not darkness, even though they get, you know, longer and shorter. So that's how our life is. It's okay to talk about the darkness. We don't have to be afraid of it. We don't have to be afraid of our comfort being challenged. Just let it get challenged a little bit. It's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy. Oh, so good. I have so many questions. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> um, who, who has been the person in your life that has created the solid foundation that you're on now? If you could choose one person, like a human being. Human being, right, that you know, that you've touched, that you Uh, spent time with. My mother. My mom. My mom. Oh, she's been through so much. Just watching her go through everything she's been through and still have a smile on her face. It's just like, oh, my God. If she can do it, I can too. She's my biggest inspiration. And I feel like she is so powerful because the thing that she taught me, she's like, no matter what you do, ask yourself, are you happy? Are you happy? And I never forget that. And I remember when I was young, she used to teach me, and I didn't know why, to sing to the trees. Other people think, that's crazy, you're singing to trees. But now, oh my God, I'm singing to trees every day. I'm singing with the trees. I'm jumping in the water. I mean, nature has so many messages for us. If we just take a moment to stop and smell the roses, to use a cliche, or just stop to look at the water or look at a flower or watch. Nature has so many messages. So my mom is my biggest inspiration. We should send this to her so she can hear that. I'm sure you tell her this all the time. No, she's never heard that from my mouth. She's never heard that she's my biggest inspiration. So I will let her hear this because she should hear it. And I should not. I mean, I've told her I love her. But you know how I was reading something online and it was like it listed 10 different ways to say I love you. I see you. I feel you. Your inspiration wasn't on there. But that's one of those that I don't ever think I've told my mom that she's my 
biggest inspiration. I don't even think I ever thought about it. I don't think I've ever said this before. But right now, in this moment of deep, just spiritual revelations that we're pulling up here, I'm like, oh my God. And you know, and you know, it brought me to tears. And that's made of tears. When you have the chills, <laughs> when that lump is in your throat, you, that's when you know it's real. That's when you know it's real. And now I'm like, those are the conversations I want to have. I want to feel uncomfortable and I want my pits to sweat and I want to cry. I remember I was listening to um, a TV show and they were like, when you're really living, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll experience all the emotions. I was like, well, who wants to cry every, every day? And they say every day. I was like, who wants to cry every day? That sounds depressing. And now I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so this is the really living he was talking about. I'm laughing, I'm crying. I mean, not just like a hee hee and a t I'm like boo-hooing and laughing, <laughs> the deep belly laughs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because he was really living, he was able to express that. And I was not able to understand because I hadn't got there yet. And that was okay. And I think it's okay. I think a lot of people being okay with where they are, a lot of times um, in a lot of different areas, there's a lot of shaming for everyone's place in their journey. And I think if we just embrace each other a little bit more and have a little bit more respect and compassion for where everyone is in their journey to love, self-love, self-care, health, wellness, um, their purpose, whatever it is, like I said, wherever you are, it's beautiful. You know, there's perfection in the imperfection. So, you know, there's so much beauty. We want to cover up our, our flaws, but there's so much beauty in our flaws. They tell our stories, and our stories, I think, our stories are what make us beautiful. I'm literally going to just start crying. I'm, like, crying. Oh. Um, all right, just to not derail us, because I could obviously hang out with you all day, and I yes. plan to do so. <laughs> What is your definition of freedom? Mm, my definition of freedom. Just the ability to express, to love and be loved freely, without judgment, without comparison, without fear. Just be able to just rawly express and receive love. I love that. If there was one thing that you can tell every single person on the planet right now through this makeshift microphone, <laughs> one thing that you could whisper in every single human, every single living being mm. on this planet, what would you whisper in their ear? You are love. That is so good. Loved and appreciated and valued. And don't ever forget it. Your life is necessary. The world needs you to shine in the light and in the darkness like the sun and the moon. You are loved. I'm like, that is such a great segue to the final question. <laughs> And I've already kept you longer than I told you I would. But okay. um, I love you. So, oh, my God, <laughs> I love you so much. I can't. Uh, I obviously. So Koya has an amazing book out. And um, it's one that I think every single person listening to this podcast should read. 
It's got incredible practices in there. I mean, it's very thorough. It's very, um, everything feels accessible. She's such an intelligent and loving and strong and fierce teacher. Um, for the people that are listening to this podcast right now, we uh, purchased 10 books, so we will be giving them away. So for the people listening to this podcast, for the first ones to, uh, we're doing the giveaway on Instagram. So just tag both Koya and I on Instagram. Uh, you can put it in your stories, listening to this podcast, and the first 10 people to do so will get a free book. Um, so we're doing that. And... Um, so for the people that are listening to this and they want to learn more about you and what you do and how to like follow you, where should they go for more information? First of all, thank you for such a generous giveaway. You are amazing. Oh my God. Oh, I love you. Um, oh, me. Koyaweb.com. <laughs> uh, Koyaweb.com. I'm just moved, you know? So it's such a beautiful thing um sharing the love okay i can't stop saying love koyaweb.com you can find my online courses my book my community come get loved up get loved up love yourself love other love love the world that's and the podcast podcast. get loved up podcast listen to amazing people being interviewed about how they get through the muck of life and come out shining like a lotus you're not meant to stay down you're meant to rise you're meant to get through that darkness and shine. We really need to add. A, we really needed to do a video for this because I want people to see like you're. She's just like in it. She's lifting her arms. She's like my eyes are closed half the time. <laughs> so okay. So all of those links will be in the show notes of this particular podcast. If you go to the info button or section wherever you're listening to this, all the. Uh, links that she just mentioned will be there so you can feel free and there will also be a link to buy the book so if you want to purchase the book you can get the link there all right final question so i created this podcast for people to come when they're feeling you know like they need some inspiration or they just want to feel like they have support um it's the idea that we are all radically loved and radically supported by god source spirit whatever higher power of your understanding so the question, the final question has two parts. The first one is, how do you feel radically loved? Mm-hmm. And then the second is, what do you radically love? Ooh, I feel radically loved when the sun shines in the morning on my face and I'm just like embraced by nature. That's when I feel radically loved. It feels good. Every time someone smiles at me, that's like the sun. So when people smile, I feel radically loved. I radically love this human experience that we're in. Because there have been days that I want to check myself out. And I'm so glad I didn't because it is so beautiful. And the light outshines the darkness every single time so don't forget that if you are in a dark place the light will outshine the darkness you just got to wake up and keep going keep putting one foot in front of the other and you'll experience it keep following the light 
Sequoia Web, everybody. Thank you so much. You are an inspiration. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful that I have a career that allows me to cross paths with you because I just, I, I think that you're just so incredible and I'm just, I'm so happy to know you and I'm so grateful that you're here and that you're doing this. Thank you so much for writing an incredible book and for putting incredible content for us to experience. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being in this podcast. And thank you for being so epic. You are amazing, and I appreciate you. We're just going to love love up on each other. Yeah, she totally. like bops me across the head with the mic. <laughs> like, okay, bye, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.